I'm Kevin Bachman. On this episode of Background Check Radio, I'll recap Meridian Link's user conference, what I saw, what I didn't see, and what I thought about it. Stick around. Last week, I had the pleasure of flying to sunny Huntington Beach, California for Meridian Link's client conference, traditionally called the TASWorks User Group Conference, or TUG. Today, I'll share my thoughts on the show, what I saw, what I heard, and what it means for us in this space, regardless of whether you are or aren't a TAS, excuse me, Meridian Link user. First, the venue. Absolutely beautiful. Being on the ocean doesn't hurt. And for those of us who suffered through a brutal second winter, that period of time between a couple nice days in March and when Mother Nature actually says that winter is over six to eight weeks later, well, just seeing more of the sun was a pretty welcome relief. The conference served a dual purpose. It was for all Meridian Link users, including those from a few acquisitions that they've made in recent years, TASWorks obviously being one of them. So while 90% of the conference was non or certainly less applicable to employment screening, I'd wager the atmosphere, the food, the entertainment, the keynote speakers were bigger and better than if this were just a little old background check conference. Uh, Users in our space uh, at the show generally felt it was worth it to have that combined um, conference, and they're going to be rewarded as next year's show is going on the road to Disneyland for for the 2023 conference. Um, Moving on uh, to the the educational sessions, uh, an area of risk in our industry that started becoming pretty apparent about 10 to 12 years ago, began picking up steam at PBSA conferences, and shows no sign of slowing down, was a hot topic at last week's show. And it's the need to utilize technology to ensure the appropriate forms, consents, disclosures are provided, available, and the proper certifications and signatures uh, are obtained. And I think about different systems. You know, for, uh, for all the common complaints around larger companies that it might take a while to get a, get an answer as an employee moving through different layers of the organization's corporate structure, different continents, different time zones, or as an end user, maybe it's more challenging finding a subject matter expert on that very first call on the support side. You know, and, and these are these are complaints that I hear, not not necessarily my my personal opinions, but you know, for, for some of the things that may hamstring larger organizations, which it can be irritating from time to time as an employer or a user. I, I really think there's something to be said from a compliance standpoint when you're able to control, implement, and install inside of your software the required forms, the double authorizations, et cetera. You know, those those processes that we live in fear of botching. When it's it's one company, I can more easily envision a a transparent process of an organization making a decision and then creating the workflows to install those compliance and end-user support solutions inside their technology. Now, I mention that because we have to talk about the other side of the coin, the platforms that aren't controlled by the CRA, the third-party systems, the TASWorks of the world. And, and when I think of that, there's two areas of risk that I see that need to be managed. The first is the CRA might not have that in-house expertise to know, to develop, to design these compliance solutions like a larger company might. Or their third-party platform doesn't know it either. 
that they're unaware and unbeknownst to you, the software could operate in a manner that increases your risk or those of your clients. So this concept was a key area of interest for me at the Taz show. Now, I'll preface it. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an FCRA compliance expert. And by many accounts, though, both from what I heard and from people I spoke to, it feels like Taz is pretty on top of what the lawyers in our space have been saying when it comes to these issues. So while Taz might not want to play that role in a vacuum, and I don't know if they do or don't, we haven't talked about this, but I, I think they have to. And from a business perspective, I believe their understanding of that responsibility, and I recognize that, that embracing that is, is, is a benefit to the industry as a whole. Now, here's why. When we think of this space, when I think of the couple hundred of you that download each episode of the podcast, there's a lot more people and a lot more companies in our space that we tend to actually see. Thousands of people and hundreds of companies that never go to a PBSA show, that never go to a user conference, and believe it or not, might never listen to this podcast. But it's these companies that benefit from Taz's involvement in this, whether, whether they know it or not, you know, because risk to one of us is risk to all of us. Yeah, the payouts might be different, dollar amounts higher or lower, depending on the size of the shop or the transgression, but news reports, investigative pieces that highlight either blatant nonconformity or best practices that stopped being best a decade ago, that all that stuff can ultimately at some point affect us all. So um, interesting, but also appreciative just from my little position in this industry to to see um, a, a recognition and a commitment to just staying on top of those kinds of things. Next, uh, a couple of the educational sessions focused on how to use the system to generate data relevant to running the best business possible. Uh, Meridian Link offers a tool inside of the platform called Taz Insights that's geared toward solutions like this. I'm, I'm familiar with the product. I've seen a demo of it, but I was astounded to learn on site the usage rate of this product is as low as it is. Now, it's an add-on product that needs to be purchased, from my understanding, but I can't imagine running a business without the data necessary to run the business. From my perspective, if I had to evaluate an operating system that I can assemble background checks out of, but has little in the way of business or management tools, that's not a system I can use. My system has to be able to do both. And this isn't an argument on which system's better, whether it's preferable to build your own, or whether one third party off the shelf system is better than another third party. You know, listen, I've seen proprietary systems that couldn't business intelligence their way out of a paper bag. But Taz's system apparently has these, many of these capabilities. And I guess I'm surprised at the huge percentage of users that aren't taking advantage of it. It's, it's one thing to assemble and provide. It's another to do so in a way that optimizes performance, gives you the ability to measure and monitor key performance indicators for a business, and provides a roadmap to improving client satisfaction and increasing profit. So I think, I think TAS users who, uh, who, who aren't taking advantage of it are, are, are missing out. Next, uh, the makeup of the attendees. I was surprised to see it more operator-dominated than executive leadership or owner-dominated. Now, smaller shops, leaders wear a bunch of different hats. Sometimes the owner and the chief operator are one and the same. But I thought I'd see more business owners, which, which I didn't. Uh, as far as the sessions, uh, other sessions were concerned, um, Taz devoted a, a number of them toward ensuring users were aware of system functionality, recent changes, 
and their product and integration roadmap. And this was a big part of the show, and I think the way they approached it was was the right one on, on those topics, system functionality, some recent changes, product and, and integration roadmap. I, I thought the TAS team leaned into some negative feedback users have given them over the last year or two and, and more specific changes users felt since the Meridian Link acquisition. The Meridian Link CEO spent about a half hour addressing uh, attendees on this this very topic, which was pleasantly surprising, again, given the overall size of the conference. You know, about 90 plus percent was, was not in what we would call uh, our space. But I, I also think doing so and the CEO giving us a half hour, 45 minutes was very necessary. Now, what did I hear from attendees in response to the CEO and other Meridian Link leaders? Acknowledgement of recent missteps, but now claiming to be on more solid footing going forward? Yeah, I've heard that before. So I, I, I think many attendees shared that sentiment with the TAS team as well. So it seems like for the attendees, the proof's in the pudding. But it, it does make me think of a couple things while, while, I'm, while I'm on that topic. First, it was impossible to walk 10 feet without stumbling over somebody who worked for TAS in a leadership position. Access to leaders and decision makers was not an issue. I, I personally could have had 10 conversations with 10 different leaders if I wanted to, and I did for some of them. Um, they were present and engaged, even if some attendees were, were skeptical of what they heard. My second point, and, and this is more important of the two, no one really loves to the moon and back, as my wife and I say to our kids, no one really loves their third-party platform. It, it, it's few and far between someone comes up to me and tells me how they jump out of bed and sprint to their laptop in the morning because they're so easy to log on into their operating system and, and get to work. Your, your system's your system. Whether it's your own or a third-party software platform, there's going to be things you're able to do. going to be things you're not able to do. There's going to be things you'd like it to do in the future, and you either hear no or you hear yes, but wait a while, and whether that yes, but wait a while argument is from your own in-house development team or the people at that third-party platform, even if you get what you want, it ain't going to be by tomorrow. So what, what I do a lot when I talk about platforms and systems is don't, don't fall into the trap and think that every, everyone else other than you has a super pimp, robust system that contains every solution to every problem, is integrated with everyone and everything, and therefore, closing a deal will become for you like shooting fish in a barrel where every new ATS partner will fall over themselves, hand-delivering you a bushel of fresh leads. To the contrary, I'd wager every other shop is closer to having those same conversations and challenges internally than you are. More, more like that than the rosy yet very fictional picture <laughs> I just painted for you. So my point is, regardless of your software, you need to work within it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and, and everything in between. As we wind down, a uh, special shout out to Brian Fillmore at Meridian Link for setting up and running the show. Hope he's enjoying a pretty well-deserved break this week. So all in all, a good conference, good spirits, good food, great atmosphere, and most importantly, it is great to be out and about again with industry friends, seeing old ones, and making new ones. Thanks for listening to this episode of Background Check Radio. Have a great day.